What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1118 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're talking with Danny from commonsenseanalytics.net. She has a specialty, a superpower, if you will, related to analytics, how to read them, and how to use them to grow your business, a superpower for sure. And she initially wanted to target small mom and pop shops because they obviously need some help, but the opportunities just made more sense to get into uh, larger companies that have a lot more money to spend. And sometimes with the mom and pop shops, uh, it's just hard to implement too. And a lot of the resources, a lot of the money is in the more Fortune 500 type, medium-sized businesses where they have money to spend. They're actively looking for this kind of stuff and they can implement it fast. So that's where Danny's headed. But we're trying to figure out how to break into it. How do we establish ourselves as, uh, as an expert in that space, in that industry, in that realm without having done it yet, right? It's sort of the like, you know, when you go to get a job and it's like, you need experience first, but you're like, okay, well, they all say that. How, like, where do I start? These are the kinds of things we're talking about. So target audience, breaking into that industry, let's talk about it. Here she is, Danny Galbraith from commonsenseanalytics.net. Hey, Danny, it's Pat here and welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for being here today. Hey, Pat, thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself really quick and what is it that you do? Absolutely, would love to. Yeah, so my name is Danny. I started my own business about a year ago. It's called Common Sense Analytics. And my focus with it is on kind of bridging the gap between your typical business stakeholders and the analytics professionals in the business. I've spent about 18 years in corporate world, starting in different analyst roles and then moving into more traditional business functions. Mm -hmm. And the big problem I've encountered there over and over is that the business managers and the analysts speak completely different languages. And there are just unfortunately, a lot of missed opportunities for the business. So my goal is to help educate business leaders how they can get more value from the analytics programs they have, the staff, the systems, the data, and all that. So far, I've built a website. There's not a whole lot out there yet in terms of actual content. And I'm also writing a book, which I'm actually super excited about. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, just struggling with um, the target audience piece a little bit. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask you about was, um, you know, out of all the businesses out there, where is your focus? I wasn't sure if it was, you know, Fortune 500 companies or we're talking the solopreneur who's tr trying to figure out their new business. Why don't you speak to that a little bit and sort of where your head is at? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you got right to the, to the core of it, actually. So when I left my job, my initial intent was to go more into small business consulting. So the mom and pop shops, the solopreneurs, like you said, and there's a lot of low-hanging fruit there to just get them up and running and showing them what they don't even know they don't know. I felt like I ran into some hurdles there early on, and I kind of chopped that up to fail fast, and I figured maybe that isn't the right audience, at least not at that point. And really what I realized was that I'm more passionate about more the, the larger companies that have entire programs built around that I have more of a budget for you know, more, more involved programs. And that's my background. I, I worked in large corporate um, setting. So that's, that's who I'm going after, but I'm not sure that the audience necessarily knows that they should be in my audience, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I mean, let me let me think really, really quick. You know, you're you're thinking bigger businesses, a lot of employees, everybody from you know a sales team to HR, marketing, CFO. You know, the whole the whole gamut of of, of that Correct. that ladder. Of all those people, who do you feel like would be the one that you'd like to reach out to and get to know? Or if you could present in front of them, for example, which of those people would be it? So uh, all of the above, is that okay? <laughs> um, no. well, so, so here's my belief on analytics is that it's completely agnostic to any function or type of business, right? It's the language of data and anybody anywhere has data, whether they know it or not. My comfort zone is more like the mid-level management, the decision makers, those who are close enough still to to the business to be actively involved, but also high enough up to actually be able to, you know, work with roadmaps and um, kind of go down those roads of um, making those bigger decisions. Got it. Okay. So middle managers, but, you know, across the gamut, it would be useful for everybody. You said that you were working on a book, and I thought that was really interesting because when you started talking about analytics, my mind went to a book that I've read in the past from John Doerr called Measure What Matters. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard of that before about OKRs and you know things like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, so um, I haven't read that specific one. I, I've heard of the title. Yeah, so the book, I'm intentionally staying away from technical stuff. It, it's not meant to be written for the analysts community or go into any great details. It's more about how do you, as the business, if I'm just using a broad term here, how do you um, understand what's available, what you can do, what does it take to get there? I'm seeing a lot in my experience where it's either very, very basic rudimentary activities going on, widget counting in an Excel spreadsheet, then there's always the, call it the shiny object out there. All of a sudden, your neighbor is doing artificial intelligence, so you want to do the same thing. And and there's no in-between, really. So the book is focused on how do you move, whatever your starting point is, how do you move forward, what's required? And it's intentionally written in English. Layman's terms. Yeah, I think think there's definitely a big need for that. Because, I mean, I read that book, Measure What Matters, which does deal with, uh, you know, analytics and data and, and OKR, you know, key metrics and stuff. And it was a little bit over my head in terms of language. And it just felt like it wasn't really for me. And I, I feel like I need a book like kind of what you're talking about. But I think business owners, we all know that metrics are important, but we either shy away from it because we don't understand it or we try to and we overcomplicate it. So I think just to verify and validate, yeah, yeah, I think you're on the right path. I'd love to ask you if you had, for example, a magic wand and you were doing business with these companies in the way that you want, what would that look like? Tell me what, you know, uh, one, two, three years from now is like for you if things are going the way you want it to. Oh, yeah, so... Again, I'm a little on the fence on the consulting. I definitely see that as a possibility, but in terms of passive income, the book is one way to do that. I really am very passionate about teaching, so I want to build out my blog to cover just you know all kinds of topics around that general idea. Um, I would love to have some online courses that I can then pitch those to that audience rather than doing it you know one by one, face to face. So. Two, three years down the line, that's kind of where I think there's going to be a lot more online content. Okay. So you're not imagining, you know, getting hired by one of these companies to come in and present and speak and kind of like get your hands dirty in there, which obviously would probably come with a big price tag, but 
definitely not passive. <laughs> right. Yeah. Never say never, but not what I'm actively pursuing right now. Okay. Great. And and so I, I think for number one, like your target audience, it, it, it makes sense to me. However, we could get a little bit more honed in on, okay, well, within within that audience, like what particular industry, for example, would you want to start with? And, you know, if, if, if I were you, I would try to find a company that fits the sort of um, avatar that, you, that you're thinking of and, and, and really go in there and see how you might be able to help them out, even even for free, just initially to get uh, a case study to get, um, you know, a testimonial to get your hands dirty and, and understand what it might be like to to help, a, you know, a real company like that, just to see where you might want to create a course to help them or if, if that's something they would even be interested in. Um, I think a book is going to be perfect because a lot of these middle managers are reading a lot of different kinds of books to help them, everything from productivity to team management and obviously analytics and, and understanding that data is going to be really key. So there's a there's definitely a giant market out there for you. And a, a lot of times these books are what put people on the map. But I think that in addition to that, um, some, you know, really real results that you could offer can begin to start becoming, you know, inspiration for other businesses who want to have similar results to which you've been able to, to give them. Um, do you have any current case studies or specific companies of that nature that you've served uh, yet? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. That, that That's where I would start just to kind of, you know, because what that does is even though in, in your head right now, you're probably like, I don't even know where to start or how that might look like. That's the whole point of doing this is to to figure out how one might get started doing that and, and to see what it would be like and to just answer those questions that are always going to be left kind of just as wonder to just get to the the get to the bottom of it and to see see if it could work out because you know, in addition to getting the book, and I would, I would, I would definitely and highly recommend keeping that going into completion. Um, having these case studies allows for some proof of of you and your uh, expertise, and and it just takes one. If you can get one customer, one result, then they're going to want it from you uh, elsewhere. And I think an online course could likely become the sort of flagship product of yours, where you know, at a, in a company's uh, own pace, they can go in and go through the modules and lessons to understand those, those metrics. But you're going to learn so much by helping just kind of one business get the results that they want. Because what happens is you start to understand, um, you know, a lot of their objections, you're, you might get a lot of no's, which are going to teach you a lot. You're going to get a lot of you know, people who are going to push back, or maybe you are teaching them, they give you the okay, but then but then they're not getting the results and they're not even doing the work and you're left wondering why. And you can start to understand that so that when you do put it into an online course, you kind of understand the behavior already. And it's kind of just tailor-made in, instead of starting from scratch. Then you're kind of, you've already done it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes complete sense. Are you picturing that that kind of first one, the case study would be a smaller one-on-one -on -one small business kind of setting or with that ultimate target audience in mind? I would see how to get it to match your target audience. And it's going to be a little bit tougher mm -hmm. because a lot of those people are like, well, it's it's kind of like when you try to get a job and they're like, oh, well, you need this much experience. But like, that's the whole reason why you're trying to get the job is to get that experience, <laughs> right? Yes. So so it, it, it might take a little bit of uh, creativity or convincing to, to to do. And I think, again, that's a big... Uh, opportunity to learn about, you know, what are going to get what, what's going to get a person to say yes to this opportunity? How can you speak their language? How can you make them just kind of crave what it is that you're offering? 
and and whether that's you know maybe it is a consultation to start uh and and i know that you don't want to do that and don't imagine doing that all the time but at least once to get your hands wet like i uh, like i said or your feet wet but i i would i would gravitate toward your target audience and i remember gosh who was it i think it was noah kagan he runs a website called OK Dork. He's a, the founder of AppSumo. He was number 17 at Facebook, I think. Anyway, he got in front of uh, mint.com by um, literally creating an 18-page marketing plan for them, kind of out of nowhere. He wanted to get hired by them and they weren't hiring him. So he's like, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna create a report and, and share all of my knowledge for them for free. And that definitely got their attention because they then started to go, oh, this guy actually does know what he's talking about versus just a normal sort of application process. So maybe you might have a relationship with somebody who's sort of in that business, which is, which is always a great place to start. Cause then you can reach out and go, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm wanting to start doing more of these kinds of, you know, help for, for businesses of your nature. Can I do this for you in exchange for a testimonial after if it works out? And I just let, like, I want to help you out. Um, so if you do have a relationship with somebody who has a business like that, that that's where I would start. Okay. I have to look through my contacts, see who would be a good person to reach out to. Um, yeah, I had mentioned earlier that I started with small businesses kind of as my target. And I had talked to a couple of people that I just know personally, you know, that, that own a very small operation of their own. And I realized right away that they... As much as I was trying to speak their their language, they had no idea what I was talking about when I say analytics. People's mind go to like Google yep. Analytics and charts of web pages and whatnot. Yeah. And um, you're talking about whether whether it's cost benefit or um, growth trends, right? There's so much going on where people just watch the numbers come in and mm. not really looking for deeper opportunities. And I was realizing that there. I'm not, that is not my target audience. Right. I can go in there and take their data and put it into a bar chart, but that's really not what I want to do. You know, that's right, not right. more. They probably gave you like a deer in headlights stare when you started talking to them. Pretty right? much, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, that's, and, see, and the, that's so smart of you to do that. Like, I think I mean, everybody listening should should take note of, of, of what Danny did there. It's, she wanted to go uh, for an audience and started just literally having conversations and just soon realized that, well, this isn't really who I want to, I mean, you wanted to help them, obviously, but it just w how you wanted to help wasn't going to work. And and so that was really smart of you to do. And I think you could do something similar with this new group. And yes, they're likely going to respond a little bit better, but you're probably going to come up with some other challenges related to, you know, how much they think they need this versus how much you know they need this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Kind of a chicken and egg thing. I That's <laughs> where the case study, I think that's a great idea because a lot of times with, with this type of work, you, you're selling something really abstract. If they can't touch it or can't see it, it's really hard to get them to pay for it or prioritize it at all. And you can't really show something until they've invested in it, right? right? If right. that makes, makes sense. So yeah, so that's where some of the objections are that even when there's good intent, it's that hesitation of, well, show me first. And um, so, yeah, and I have no problem doing that for free for somebody or 10 people. It's it, You're right. It, it'll help kind of open someone else's eyes to say, oh, this is what I'm going to get at the end. That, that makes a lot of sense. For sure. And then, and then one final tip, um, and, and maybe this is in the book or maybe not, and maybe this is just a part of your process is 
to start opening up those uh, eyes uh, a little more after you start talking to people. And, and like you were saying, you know, there's going to be some objections and they, they don't even really know what you can do for them until you're in there kind of thing. Maybe there's some sort of uh, maybe the goal is to get them on, you know, like a 15 minute call. And during that 15 minute call, they give you a little bit of sort of data here and there and you can just go insert some numbers or, or something and give them a quick win, you know, that that would make them go, holy moly, Danny, like, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> like, okay, okay, you, you, we need to hire you now, because this is just so eye opening. And if you could somehow provide that sort of response in a, in a quick manner, whether that's your blog content and, and, and how you sort of frame things so people can see it a little bit differently to your book and some exercises in there that people can sort of just do some things and go, wow. Or you have these conversations, you're reaching out and go, hey, l let's get on a 15 minute call. I'm gonna do a quick assessment for your business and show you that there are actually opportunities that exist right under you that you might not even know yet. And then you blow them away and then they go, okay, sign me up, where do I go next? And I, th I think that would be a, a fun thing to shoot for if, if that was possible. I don't know. If it is, yeah, but if you yeah, could, yeah. if you could shoot for that, that would be a, an amazing sort of first impression. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a fun challenge. I can definitely give that a try. Cool, Danny. Um, this is great. I think I think the call to actions are clear from here, and you're off to a great start. And uh, we nailed the the avatar and the audience, and just we 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 got to get it going. I would just ask you if you don't mind, we could uh, potentially reach back out to you to check in with you several months down the road to see how things go. Would that be okay? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Cool. That's that's my way of holding you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cool, Danny. Uh, thank you so much. Um, where can people go to learn more about you? Or do you have your website up or any other places you want people to go? Yes, I do have a website. It's called commonsenseanalytics.net. Somebody snatched the dot com from me. So it's that's all right. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it just has a little bit about me, what I'm trying to do. Um, and as I said, I'm starting to build out that blog. I'm just trying to figure out where where do I start, you know, so mm -hmm. it's not just a bunch of random posts out there. So I'm probably overthinking it, but that's my next step there. Awesome. Well, thank you, Danny. Good luck to you, and, and we'll follow up with you later. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Take care. Have a good day. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that coaching call between myself and Danny from commonsenseanalytics.net. Check her out. She's got some superpowers, obviously. And if you're a medium-sized business and if you're a corporation, you're looking for help with analytics, definitely check her out, commonsenseanalytics.net. And Danny, thank you for coming on, sharing your story, sharing your just vulnerability with us so we could all learn. And uh, we just appreciate you for that. I appreciate everybody on here. We're a thousand plus episodes in and I just get blown away every single time with how open everybody is. And, you know, as, as common as many themes are, every person's different. And, and it's just so fun to be able to help coach people like Danny and people like you. If you have an opportunity, head on over to askpat.com and you can potentially get coached just like Danny did today. Just fill out the application on that page. You'll answer a few questions and I may reach out to you in the future and we can make it happen like we did today with Danny. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, Give that a shot. And of course, if you happen to have easy access to the ability to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be really fantastic. And of course, subscribe wherever you're at. Subscribe if you haven't already. That'd be amazing because we have some great content coming your way shortly. And you're amazing. Just thank you so much for the love. I appreciate it. I love you. And yeah, I'll see you next week. It's gonna be awesome. As always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. 
for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.